0: I was amazed by her. I'm going to try to think of a nice word um, out to lunchedness.
1: <laughs> yeah. Dear Shandy. Welcome back to Dear Shandy, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. <laughs> You've got pep in your step today. I
0: was. S- entertained (laughs)
1: yes last night really
0: i felt full and complete (laughs) entertainment it was an experience i have not known
1: yes i kind of know what you mean actually certainly this season so far
0: oh yeah i mean the bar is extremely low (laughs) but i leaped well over the bar yeah well like a full olympic leap over the bar
1: at no point did i have to tell you to put your phone away or to stay awake I was riveted. Riveted.
0: I was entertained.
1: Let's recap. Dun, da, da, <laughs> da. <laughs> so, episode six kicks off with Kendall's arrival. Of course, this is where mm. episode five left off with that cliffhanger. Yeah. And everyone's speculating as to why she's there. And there is some sloppy editing here. For mm. example, we see Mari saying, is she here to spark things back up? And Demi replies to her, but from a different daybed. Yeah. <laughs> Also, oh, they're whatever. not friends, but anyway.
0: It's all the same.
1: <laughs> so it's established from all the chitter chatter mm-hmm. around the beach that they were together for one and a half to two years. They were living together and were engaged. Mm-hmm. So, of course, everyone is discussing it like crazy, and this is milked beyond belief. So Kendall and Joe go off to a day bed together, and he asks her if she's okay, and she says, I'm okay. I'm not great. I'm not awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And she says, I feel like you're okay. Are you okay? And he says, yeah. And she says, I'm surprised you're this okay.
0: Ah, see, so it's the classic who's more okay conversation. <laughs> yes. Everyone's had that before. Yep.
1: He says that when he got there, he was all cool. He was going to have fun. And then after a few hours, he was ready to leave. And then it hit him. That's where they fell in love. But he ultimately decided to stay. Meanwhile, over on the daybed from where Joe came, the ladies comfort Serena and mm. she breaks down in Abigail's arms.
0: Hmm. Wait, Serena?
1: Yeah, Serena, his girl. On, um, are you kidding? Oh,
0: duh. okay. Sorry, start that again. I I forgot the plot line. Got, I, it. No, I got no, it. I got it. I got it.
1: We're not starting over. We oh, got
0: sorry. it. <laughs> I forgot the Serena. Yeah, got it. Serena, yeah. Joe, Joe Kendall, yes. Kendall Joe, bad for Serena. Got
1: it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good okay. job. <laughs>
0: yeah, now I got it. So, I'm with you.
1: back on the conversation between Joe and Kendall. I can't believe you. Serena's been your pick.
0: No, I know. I just got, <laughs> I was getting distracted. To be honest, I'm distracted by Kendall, but you know, Kendall's kind of my homegirl.
1: Yeah, Kendall's been a longtime Bachelor Nation crush of yours. Yeah. And she's finally on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. She's, I mean, she's taking over Serena's thunder in more ways than one.
0: <laughs> I'm sort of, I've sort of forgot. It. I literally just <laughs> forgot about Serena. It's embarrassing. I apologize, Serena. We had a thing, but things change.
1: So Kendall, in her conversation with Joe, is telling him how difficult it is for her to not have him be a part of her life. She says Mm -hmm. that he was a special part of her life. She wants him in it in some capacity. And she says something that stood out to me here is what's difficult for me is the reason we broke up wasn't because we didn't love each other. It was because of logistics. Which we totally talked about last week. We totally talked
0: about that, yeah.
1: And we also talk about it on the podcast, you know, with relationship questions. Yeah, it's a big question. Yeah, and logistics. Big issue. It'd be stupid to pretend that they don't exist in relationships. Oh, it's one of the
0: pillars of relationships ending.
1: Yes, it truly is. Or having trouble. Yeah, how lucky can you be to find your perfect soulmate match who happens to live within a 20-minute drive Uh, of
0: where you are? Extremely lucky.
1: Yes. And I can totally see how that would haunt someone. You know, it makes a breakup harder when it's not because one of you was just a giant asshole.
0: It does make it so hard. Yeah, it's really hard to feel over someone when literally the only reason that you weren't with them is because you had to buy uh, like a, a plane ticket to see them. Yep, it's not a not an emotional closure.
1: No. Okay, so Serena meanwhile breaks down in her ITM and she says, "I don't even know why I'm crying." You can tell Serena does not break down easily. Mm-hmm. you know how other people sort of cry freely in itm yes. serena was sort she's of like, not a crier yeah she's not and she was holding no. it together yeah. for so long yeah. it was a good
0: reason to cry <laughs> yes
1: so we have some nostalgia now mm-hmm. kendall and joe walked down memory lane together they realize that they're on the daybed where they had their first ever conversation Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they point out the other daybed on which they had their first kiss <laughs>
0: <laughs> legendary day page.
1: yeah and now we get a montage of their relationship in paradise normally these montages make me cringe but their relationship was really something quite special i mm-hmm. thought and so i didn't mind this
0: yeah no it was an okay montage
1: i'm one of those people that fully shipped joe and kendall as a couple oh, i really yeah. thought they could stand i don't think chance. you were alone yeah so Kendall asks him how it has been going in paradise. And he says that he's on the same path as last time where he's only pursuing one person. He really likes her and they're moving slow. And she kind
0: of... <laughs> What's funny about that is, is if you were kind of a pining ex-girlfriend, the answer you'd want, the last answer yes, you'd want is that. You'd yeah. want to be like, yeah, I'm banging everybody. Yeah, it's yeah. great. You're like, well, eh, there's no yeah. emotional connection. Yeah. But he said the worst thing for Kendall, yeah. which is like, I found somebody... Yeah. special.
1: Yep. She kind of makes it sound like they broke up and then stopped talking. So now they start rehashing the breakup. And he disagrees. He says that's not what happened. He says they broke up. They fought. They went back and forth. And that she's missing a chunk in the middle that she's not talking about. Mm -hmm. He says that he came back to L.A. four months after they break up to have that conversation. Mm -hmm. This conversation that I suppose they'd been dancing around for a long time. And by the way, previously he had lived in LA he
0: gave it a go in LA yeah Yeah. I
1: I did a little googling because I wasn't really sure of their timeline and thankfully there's a lot of timelines about their relationship online turns out they signed a lease together in LA
0: lease
1: yep and he was on dancing with the stars and stuff so he had Mm -hmm. reason to be in LA but Mm -hmm. they really did or he really did give it a go and so he came back to LA to push for her to try to move to Chicago And she says here, I told you in the beginning of the relationship because I knew it was a deal breaker for me that she would never move to Chicago. And he says they didn't know what would happen at the beginning of their relationship. And she says she thinks he was hoping she would change her mind. Mm. And now he says you should have wanted to at least try. And he now says that her whole thing regarding the move was I don't want to move anywhere for a man. And he said I should have been more than just a man. And Andy here you said. He's right.
0: I did say that.
1: Yeah, I and, agree with you.
0: I mean, he made an effort. He, he went to L.A., gave it a shot, came back to Chicago. Yeah. And she should have given Chicago a shot. Why not? I mean, it's not like, what is she, what's holding her in L.A. permanently? Like, can she not spend six months in Chicago just to give it a shot? Is there something that's, that's gluing her to L.A.? I didn't get that feeling.
1: Well, it's one of those predicaments where I guess they both have their friends and family in each of those respective cities, and it's kind of like, who makes that huge sacrifice? And it's, is this what I love about this is it's such a real life no, it's real. conflict. It's a real reason why people end relationships. It's so relatable. I agree. But I kind of agree with you just because it kind of seemed like it was her way or the highway. And he, like you said, gave it a shot. He mm-hmm. discovered he didn't like it. And she wasn't even willing to see if she didn't like it.
0: Yeah. I think that that aspect of her decision making turned Joe off. Like, I think actually he was really, really into her. Yeah. And he's just like, why do I want to be with someone who won't make the sacrifice for me or won't even consider it? Yeah. And I think that kind of permanently tarnished his image of her. And, and I don't think he's coming back from that.
1: Very interesting. I I mean, I loved this whole <laughs> this whole conversation, just because it, it was is very so real, it's so realistic, and, and
0: I actually was a little surprised because when we initially spoke of this relationship, yeah. I thought rightfully so mm-hmm. that Joe might have been the one who got burnt in this,
1: yeah,
0: and it really was extremely mutual where yeah. it's possible that Joe almost had
1: the upper the hand. upper
0: hand I don't want I don't, wanna, I don't wanna like saying that, but yes, the upper hand. <laughs>
1: It seems like he had the upper hand in being like, it's over. But she also had some sort of an upper well, hand by denied, being like, I'm not coming. She
0: denied him what he wanted in the relationship. And then he took control of, yeah. I think, the direction of where their relationship was Which going. I think,
1: frankly, was the right thing to do. What gets me about the I don't want to move anywhere for a man thing is that she's basically forcing him to be like, I'll move anywhere for a woman. Do you know what I mean? It, it's it's, 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 it's of,
0: a it's a nonsensical double standard. Yes. It, that, that doesn't, no one, there's no, no women are like a woman shouldn't move for a man. A man should only move for a woman. I don't think anyone really thinks that. That's very old fashioned. Yeah. I, I certainly I, don't think that and I'm kind of old fashioned.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that at the end of the day, if you meet someone from a different place, one of you has to move for the other and.
0: It should be the person who can move slightly easier. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that is. And I don't know whether it's Kendall or Joe, but yes. I have a feeling Kendall wasn't like here in the difficulty and Joe was here. It was more like here.
1: <laughs> Andy here, you said, it's not like he lives in the middle of nowhere. Chicago is way better than LA. <laughs> I
0: don't know if I said that. I don't know.
1: I mean, I'm inclined to <laughs> agree. Look,
0: We're it, a little l- biased. Look, whether Chicago's better or worse than LA, it's not like Chicago- Most
1: places are better it, than LA. <laughs> it,
0: yeah, it's not Vostok, Siberia. <laughs> It's Chicago. Yeah. You know, she could have given it a shot. Look, I get it. She has family. She has mm-hmm. friends. I get it. I totally get it. It's not an easy decision. I think she should have given it a shot. At least a couple months. Just check it out.
1: Well, I think that if the relationship you cannot lose, then you would give it a shot. And the fact that she was willing to lose the relationship over that. Yeah. I mean, it sort of makes the entire conversation move.
0: I honestly also think that a lot of her emotional regrets revolve around his ability to move on better than she probably had expected.
1: 100%. Well, the difference is, and I often see this, is that the person who really gave it everything they had during the breakup or trying to make it work tends to be the person that moves on quicker, So even though Kendall was like resistant to all the change and was going to lose him over it, it has haunted her more because I think deep down she knows that she did not make that full effort.
0: Yeah. Yes. Anyway. Moving on.
1: Moving on. So there isn't really a ton of closure here, even though that seems to have been the point. (laughs) And Kendall then goes and chats with some of the women on another daybed. And here we learn that she's there to stay. She did not come just to take Joe.
0: No, she came to take a look at the whole grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> shop in every aisle.
1: Yes. So now Joe talks to Serena. He says that Kendall started out like she was there for him, but then it seemed like she wanted closure and was open to dating other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he said, coming into this, I told myself I was over her. Now with her here, I don't want to mislead you in case I'm not, but I am. This wasn't super clear. He, he was, it was sort of choppy, but he says, I also don't want this to potentially ruin your chances here if this just ends up getting too messy and you're uncomfortable. And she's like, okay.
0: There are all these scenes in this show, which I love, where a guy is put in, a guy who clearly is not the most eloquent guy to begin with, yeah. is put in a position that's absolutely impossible yeah. from a dating perspective. And yeah. there's it's like, okay, and go. As we see and later in like, this episode. it's just like, fumble, 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 <laughs> yeah. fumble, 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 yeah. <laughs> fumble, fumble, fumble. fumble.
1: <laughs> You're left sort of decoding, like using key parts and piecing oh, them together. It's
0: dead on arrival. Yeah. And they're just trying to get to the finish line intact. <laughs>
1: intact. He says he doesn't know what's going to happen, and it's going to be weird, but she, Serena, is his main priority, and he really likes her, and he assures her that he is over Kendall. Mm-hmm. And Serena says she believes him, kind of.
0: <laughs> Which is exactly the right
1: answer. She handles this really well. Yeah. He says, I just want to keep going on the pace that we're going. I do. Do you? And she says that she just asks that if at any point he changes his mind or gets confused to let her know. Super reasonable. These are two adults having a conversation. Mm -hmm. Great communication. I just love that she set that boundary instead of being like, yeah, yeah, we'll keep going on this path while secretly harboring these hesitations. She just lays it all out there. Yes. Okay. So in the the evening, sorry?
0: The adults.
1: Yep. The adults. They are adults. On the beach.
0: On the beach.
1: So in the evening, Noah and Joe talk now and Noah's necklaces, I've got to say, are getting out of control.
0: (laughs) There's four of them? They, they're growing.
1: Considering David Spade already made fun of him for it, yeah. I'm now allowed to make fun of him for maybe it.
0: He's, maybe he's leaning into it as for a joke.
1: Yeah, he's owning his Miami like, vice. Like in the
0: next episode, there's going to be five and six. <laughs> and eventually he's going to have to have like a walker to hold himself up because there's so many chains?
1: Okay, so Noah says here that he cannot deny his feelings for Abigail. And the gist here is that he still wants to try to pursue it. So now Noah and Abigail talk. And Abigail opens with her saying she thinks she's not a great communicator. And while she thinks things, she doesn't know how to vocalize them. He says he feels he's giving and not getting a lot in return, but that he should have verbalized that better. So she would have been more aware. And he says, obviously, I could have done better, too. And basically, they mutually agree to keep pursuing this.
0: Yeah, pursuing. I, I'm going to put in quotes here. Oh, you think it's I not- don't buy this fully.
1: Oh, really? Yeah,
0: I think it's kind of a friendship that they're like, we're friends. They like each other. But I don't know if there's a heavy romance here. I think they're just kind of like, look, you know, this is what we have. We're not going for other people on the island or the, the beach. Let's just do this. Oh, Let's interesting. Let's see where it goes. But I, I, don't, guess... I, don't, I don't buy it.
1: Oh, Okay. So yeah. I kind of buy this a bit more than you. I really liked how this was resolved. There was no, you did this and this and this, and then one person's apologizing fully. They both owned... Yeah, yeah. You know what they had done to contribute to their downfall, and oh, they both absolutely. were like, "We'll try to communicate better." And a huge part of communicating better is just admitting that you both haven't communicated that well. Absolutely,
0: it was a very adult mending of a relationship to uh, preface a breakup in six to eight weeks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you don't buy this, no. But nonetheless, they are they are resuming their role as a power couple yes, on the beach and playing it well. Yep. As Abigail puts it, royalty. Hmm. It's a little weird when couples refer to themselves as power couples. I think
0: once you refer to yourself as royalty, I think you're no longer royalty.
1: So they make out and Noah says in his ITM, maybe it's the environment, poor communication. We got in our heads and overcomplicated things that don't need to be Mm overcomplicated. This makes me happy whether or not you believe in them. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's just... I just think that in that setting, I can see how you would overcomplicate things and look around and be like, oh, my God, everyone else is making out so much. Why aren't we like that? When that really has no bearing on how healthy a relationship is.
0: I agree. I I give them the thumbs up for what it is.
1: (laughs) Also not buying it. Mm. Okay, so now just Senia and Mari talk. And Mari here reveals that she still has feelings for Kenny, misses him and doesn't want to be with anyone else. And so now Kenny and Tia return from their date. Hasn't mm. It feels like that's ancient history ancient that they went history. on that date. Yeah. They go to the bar and while Tia greets Kendall, because of course they were on the same season together, they were in mm. Ari's season, mm. Mari immediately sweeps Kenny away for a talk. And Demi goes, oh my God, when she realizes what's happened. And Morris says, that was really disrespectful.
0: Uh, <laughs> is it? Is it?
1: I mean, was that disrespectful? Was it? Like, Yeah. Well, really? we're not even I don't want to waste too much breath on all the little things Demi says that are hypocritical, yeah. but suffice to say that was not the most disrespectful thing that has been done. Not, not, regarding to mention, Kenny.
0: not to mention the word disrespectful on this beach is an extremely high bar. If you want to drop the word disrespectful, <laughs> it better be like mortally disrespectful.
1: Yeah, that's true. Okay, so Mari and Kenny now chat, and she reveals she still has feelings for him thinks that she needed to see what she's been seeing and Mm. to understand how much she missed him. Mm -hmm. And she says she regrets what happened. And
0: Honest answer. It
1: is an honest answer. I mean, it's one of the
0: main reasons why people crawl back to people is because they see them with other people. (laughs) (laughs) But they don't say that. (laughs) They just act like a psycho.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's entirely true. And I think that we are... I think I'm laughing so hard because... We both have seen this happen in real life with uh, to, couples And to
0: myself. Yeah. Both ways.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Seeing your ex with someone else.
0: It's not a good feeling.
1: It can be a very convincing argument for why you should get back together. Yeah.
0: And, and I'll tell you this. Once you get to the point where you're with someone and you see your ex with someone else and you're happy for them, marry oh. the person you're with. Yes. That's the equation.
1: <laughs> or then finally you can be friends with that ex.
0: If you want. Yeah, sure. If
1: you want. <laughs> So meanwhile, Demi says, I'm so sick of this stupid drama. And Joe says, you didn't think there was going to be any when you came down here?
0: Yeah, Joe Joe is really the unexpected voice of reason on this he beach.
1: He is. I'm kind of coming around with Joe. It's not that I didn't like Joe. I've always liked Joe. But he's as he gets more and more comfortable in Paradise yeah. and more and more confident and more and more rageful about things happening around him it's so satisfying to get his commentary he's
0: like a different person he just had to shake off the the bastard in paradise cobwebs yeah now he's like really in his own he
1: really is the voice of reason yeah so to kenny mari says this is me being honest i felt so strongly that i got scared i knew what was there and i really liked it and i've never felt so strongly for someone so soon i've been missing you this whole time thinking about you this whole time and she tells him to take his time and to think about it. And he says, they'll talk tomorrow at some point. I got to say, the way Kenny looks at Mari.
0: I'm going to cut you off there. I am laying a wager here. This is going to last longer than almost anybody in Bachelor Nation thinks. I believe in Kenny and Mari.
1: Wow. And
0: Mari's my girl, so I'm a yeah. little jealous. But <laughs> I believe that that has staying power.
1: Yeah, outside I of this. I see
0: something there. Yeah. They're good for each other.
1: Yeah. Even though there's kind of a big age difference. Yeah,
0: there is a big age yeah. difference, which may be a problem, but it, but that aside, I believe in it. But
1: them. to be fair, Mari to me comes off a lot older than her age. Yes. And Kenny comes off a little younger than his age.
0: I really believe in them. I think they're going to be around way longer
1: than people think. Mhm. I can see that. I can totally see them lasting you're, beyond. You're going to be
0: reading articles <laughs> about Kenny and Mari. In the months to come,
1: signing a lease together, yeah. having a, a relationship timeline <laughs> on usweekly.com <laughs> that in two years we will be researching.
0: <laughs> You're gonna find out where they went on their Caribbean vacation <laughs> and what she wore, more importantly. <laughs> hmm.
1: Okay, and here Kenyon as ITM says the Mari situation is different from the other ones because with her there is something special. I agree. He doesn't even need to say that. The way he looks at her, and attentively listens to her when she speaks, it's not there with anyone else. It's no. not. He cares about her. I agree. And you can tell that he was hurt by it by the whole saga. I mean, the whole thing. What a disaster that was. Oh, my, <laughs> my God. God.
0: Yeah, but you know what? Auspicious beginnings. Like, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's the way a perfect relationship starts.
1: Yeah, if we ever have them on a love fest, we'll say what was an early hurdle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> G-E-M-I... <laughs>
1: I titled this next section Demi bitching nice Demi complains about how much she hates what's going on and she's losing her mind and meanwhile Joe is openly teasing her she says she's losing her mind and he says are you though (laughs) I feel like only he can get away with this
0: yeah because he's the voice of reason yeah you know he's sincere when you're always sincere you can get away with anything
1: and he's well respected in that sphere Mm you know like Joe is he's grocery store Joe like he's really a bachelor nation fixture yeah
0: what is she gonna become enemies with grocery store Joe and
1: I do think that hierarchy comes into play everywhere on Rude. paradise it yeah. really does we can't mm-hmm. pretend that it doesn't exist no, no no I think if someone else teased Demi the way Joe does she would clap back
0: Joe is royalty <laughs>
1: yes he is
0: hmm.
1: he's also royalty that doesn't say royalty
0: that that's correct <laughs>
1: yeah so Serena and Abigail and Joe now talk about how much Mari is to Kenny, and I had to insert these two shots of Deandra yawning.
0: <laughs> two different angles, I two talk. different
1: angles. Yeah. Deandra is officially my favorite. I'm obsessed with Deandra.
0: Yeah, I think I think you're not alone there.
1: <laughs> okay, so Kenny and Demi now talk, and she asks him about how it went with Tia on the date, and then the talk with Mari, and Kenny says he liked Tia and might want to talk to her tomorrow. He's really being careful here. And Demi mm. says she thought he would have said that he had more fun with her, Demi, and clearly preferred her. And she says, this is so fucking much. Like, I can't fucking stand this. This is like not cool. This is not what I do. I don't like it. I don't like this at all.
0: I, I have a sinking suspicion she wasn't happy with what happened.
1: <laughs> in general, in this conversation, I thought Demi seemed super drunk. To the point where I felt uncomfortable that she was being filmed for national television.
0: I kind of agree. Like, I saw her sentences being formed in her brain well before they came out of her
1: mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I know exactly what you mean. There was, like, a delay. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't love watching people on TV when they're this drunk because I just... I, I like to watch people make the decisions that they're making on TV. You know, it's just not comfortable to watch someone. If,
0: if someone should be possibly told by the bartender that you can't have any more drinks, they probably shouldn't be filmed on national TV. Especially that's my opinion. Especially
1: now whispering to to yeah. Kenny. Yeah, and
0: thinking that whispering is not going to be caught by the mics. That's another drunk move. Y-
1: yes, especially from Demi, who she's it's not pro, her first rodeo. And
0: she's, you know, self-proclaimed royalty.
1: <laughs> she did, no, she's not self-proclaimed. No, she's royalty. Demi is royalty. Well, she's,
0: she's, she's like the royalty where there was one like inbred <laughs> prince. They're like, oh, we got to make him a prince, even though he had, you know, you got sex with your sister and you had this <laughs> kid. And he's still a prince. He's still in the bloodline. But let's keep it on the down <laughs> To be
1: fair, we've never seen Demi say, I'm bachelor royalty.
0: That's true. Yeah. To her credit. We'll,
1: we'll give her that. And so she whispers to Kenny, do you want to go to the boom boom room right now?
0: <gasps> to chat
1: and kenny goes tonight <laughs> remember he's just been at this date all day i love
0: the way he downgrades it from right now to tonight
1: <laughs> and she goes "Shh." and that's when we knew she was really drunk because again demi of all people yeah. she's well aware well, she of the knows. show she's on she and the camera's on her all the time so for her to have thought for even a millisecond that the mics didn't she catch lost that, her bearings she really did yeah, she
0: wasn't quite there
1: and kenny says i have to go i want to go to sleep He corrects himself.
0: Not the top 6,000 things you want to hear when you ask someone to go to the boom boom room.
1: I got to say, though... I'm so glad he said it like this instead of, oh, I have to, you know, he said
0: said very clearly, I'm not in the mood right now. It's not the thing I want to do. I need to go to sleep.
1: Yeah. And he also, I think was laying down a boundary with her. Like we're not doing that anymore. And to correct it from, I have to go to sleep to, I want to go to sleep. He didn't make it sound like it wasn't 100% his decision.
0: Right. He objected considering the circumstances. He objected to that offer yeah. in the most gentlemanly way possible in that moment, mm-hmm. I thought.
1: Yeah, I agree, while still laying down yes, the being clear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and Demi's really upset here. She says in her ITM, I wanted Kenny to fight for me, but I think he's just been waiting for Mari. And yeah, again, I said she just seemed so drunk that I felt uncomfortable that she was mm-hmm. being filmed, honestly. yeah. I mean, we are getting some real Demi. I don't think she's acting.
0: No, 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 that wasn't acting.
1: And if that was acting, then I take it back. She's an amazing actress. No, yeah,
0: yeah. She's not that good. <laughs> yeah. No, that was, that was real.
1: Yeah. And, and I and feel I'm,
0: bad. I actually I bad felt bad for Demi.
1: Well, because it's like not surprising and you kind of want to point out the things that should have been done differently, I guess. But we won't get yeah. to that. We won't get to that. Demi's
0: got some, her strategies are not, need some honing yes, in this yes. department. But that being said, she's a human being and, and she yeah. she was not doing well here. No, and I felt bad for same. her. Same.
1: Okay, so now we just see a quick segment of Thomas juggling we were it's impressed good. With
0: impressed it's hard to juggle small things yeah you said I, because that because i i i juggle yes. as you may know you dabble and the, in the smaller juggle. the thing the harder it is to juggle but you can't get that nice grip on it yeah so i was impressed with thomas's juggling yeah very good was like, always i'm impressed with thomas's things
1: <laughs> the next day now natasha and brendan talk things are gonna get juicy soon Oh man
0: we haven't even gotten to that yet <laughs> i need another cup of coffee <laughs>
1: So Natasha says she feels the guys are not locked in in general. And Brendan says he thinks the guys are doing what they have to do to keep their options open and go on dates when girls arrive. Brendan's
0: entire (laughs) time on Bachelor Paradise far has been setting up this scheme. He's just like, everything I say, you can do it. You can do this. You can set it up. You're going to be fine. You're going to come out smiling like roses. Just keep the track. And he doesn't realize. Everyone knows.
1: Oh, it's so rough. So Natasha says, do you think you're doing that? And he says, I would be awful at it. Uh, (laughs) Well, he's right about something. uh, (laughs) So now Piper arrives.
0: Shocking. The most shocking (laughs) arrival in the history of bathroom paradise.
1: Yep. And now, of course, all eyes are on Natasha, and she just has a complete death glare. It's very satisfying. And we get a montage of the Brendan Piper rumor mill Mm -hmm. when everyone was whispering about them and them being a full-fledged couple. And we get a flashback to Brendan repeatedly downplaying his relationship with Piper to Natasha. And Mm. then (laughs) Piper reads her date card. And interestingly, immediately asks Brendan on that date and he says right off the bat and she says yes. And he says, that was the last thing I expected.
0: (laughs) Marlon Brando-esque acting going on here. Like, did they not have any discussion about <laughs> how this was going to go down like i know obviously this was all planned like we don't this is yeah. not a spoiler here no but it but, was but like so- did they say maybe you should play it a little cool <laughs> like was there any discussion about this
1: to be honest how piper handled this and then also the dinner conversation we discuss I, know. I wonder if she has ever actually watched a season of paradise from beginning to end that's a true legitimate honest question i'm not being sarcastic I kind
0: of or any dating show like (laughs) I, i don't think she watched her own show like i honestly don't think she knows how these things work
1: i also think it's very possible a producer got in her head and encouraged her oh you're here for brendan you only want brendan then who, you don't need to talk to anyone else. Yeah, I,
0: I agree that I I felt that no one could be that dumb.
1: Yeah. I think that a
0: producer was like, told her that. And she's like, really? I can do that? He's like, yeah, go ahead. It,
1: like, I understand she went there for him, but to not even pretend to consider other people.
0: It's the whole reason. It's the whole raison d'etre. <laughs> It's like, we're here to make believe we're not here for each other. Let's make the smallest little effort to make it look slightly like we're not lying sacks of shit.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, she didn't talk to anyone and I couldn't help but think that a producer at some point was like, you go for your man. You don't need to talk to anyone else. You know you want him. Go for it. That kind of thing. But who falls for that oh my god
0: and honestly the the only excuse i can give them and i don't think they're working at this level (laughs) is that they were playing for the ultimate villain at it like they were literally like we're going to be the biggest villains in the history of in paradise i don't think that's what they were going for i think to their discredit they were going for the opposite they wanted this to look good yes
1: no they 100 yeah
0: there's they i i i'm i got things to say about them (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not good. I don't think I can air them. If here.
1: Brendan wanted to go with a villain edit, he would have been leaning into this far sooner.
0: Of course, or he would have he would have gone harder for Natasha. He would have been yeah. all in yeah, on yeah, Natasha. Yeah. He wanted a real yeah. He was villain. trying to be
1: a gentleman throughout this. He was
0: doing his best to dance through raindrops, and yeah. he was literally scuba diving.
1: <laughs> okay, so obviously Brendan goes on the date, and. There's a commercial break, and when it comes back, we see that it's raining. And Chris says, the weather is not looking very optimistic.
0: No, and I don't believe that weather can experience
1: optimism. The, the feeling
0: of optimism, but I get what he was we saying. We
1: knew what he meant. Brendan now talks to Natasha. Mm-hmm. This was a pretty delicious conversation. She is completely stony-faced the entire time. And she basically says, why did you come here if that connection was strong enough? Basically saying, why didn't you date at home? I wrote, I will lose too many brain cells if I actually rewatch this and transcribe everything he says. (laughs) But suffice to say, he keeps talking and talking and never really says anything. No. I mean, this guy, he, wow, he is not good at talking himself out of sticky situations. You're putting
0: a guy who naturally is not good at talking himself at out all. of any situations, <laughs> yeah. including like, you know, just like going to a store and buying something. <laughs> and now you're putting him in literally one of the hardest sticky situations to get out of in the world. It's like a roach motel. He's literally in a roach motel stuck to the glue. <laughs> a guy can't buy a pack of gum without screwing something up.
1: He said, I'm not going to keep myself from an opportunity to see where it goes. And Andy, you said he's digging an ant hole.
0: The analogy I was thinking of is is they've done experiments where they give ants like hallucinogens. Yeah. Or they like something, maybe alcohol. I don't know. They've done (laughs) this experiment with termites or ants. And whereas... The, the the line should go like something should be dug like this, like yeah. a hole here and an exit here. Yeah. When they're on hallucinogens, it goes crazy. It's like all over the place.
1: <laughs> so Brendan trying to talk his way out of this is like he's it's
0: some sort of an insect who's been given hallucinogens <laughs> in an experiment and is just going just going in directions that are not correct by nature.
1: I wrote he picked the wrong placeholder. Yeah. Because she, she does not make this easy for him. And I'm so glad she doesn't. Yeah. I think he wanted her to just leave, honestly. And she, I think to spite him, is staying. And it's so satisfying how that continues on. So Piper and Brendan have their date. And she says she's happy to see him. And meanwhile, he seems very, very stressed. Mm-hmm. I think he would give anything for five minutes without a mic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he reveals he's been dating Natasha. And he says where you come into this your name has been brought up the girls probably think I was just waiting for you and they came right to me and were like are you and Piper dating are you a thing why are you here if you're with Piper the way I handled it was like cool calm relaxed Mm. (laughs) I said Piper and I met not too long ago but we're not dating we're not in a relationship nothing exclusive and communication we had going into this we never promised each other that we're going to leave paradise as a couple or if you can't come wait for me when you come back all that stuff it feels like he's talking to her in code
0: yeah and she's not getting any code no
1: he's like we don't have any promises to each other yeah and wow she does not get the memo she does
0: not get anything no I, it was
1: painful look
0: brendan's not great in these situations no but he did give it a shot he here, did and i give him credit yeah. for that that's the only credit he's going to get again for me <laughs> for yeah. the rest of the show yeah but he did he was like Stop being an idiot. (laughs) Are you enjoying your chicken?
1: I mean, yeah, he's pretty much telling her what their relationship is currently. And she's not reading between the lines of what he means.
0: She's literally is not acting like there's 10 cameras on her. It's incredible to me how checked out she is about the situation when they're going into the belly of the beast. They're like, this is the most delicate mastermind plan they have, and she's going in as if, like, it's like they're just building a sandcastle.
1: Well, and that's why I legitimately wonder, again, this is not a rhetorical question, whether or not she has seen this show and understands that it's not just Bachelor people who already know each other and dating on TV instead of dating in real life. Because I don't think she understood that it was a bad look for them to have already been dating. That I th- it was so she was so right. checked out that I'm like, do you not I think
0: you're right. I think that she thought it was okay for two people who are dating in real yes. life to enjoy a two-week vacation yeah. in this beautiful setting on yeah. television. Yes. Like everyone's cool with that. Like, oh, isn't that nice? They were dating before. Now, <laughs> now they we can watch them dating in paradise.
1: And to be fair, I'm giving her a lot of credit to have that approach basically the most credit i can give her is to assume she doesn't know how this show works and mm. doesn't know what's wow, that's a, bad a heavy
0: look. credit you're giving her <laughs> so if that's the best credit you can give a human being they're
1: well it's either that or she's she yeah. wasn't getting it no. and which also unto itself is concerning regarding their actual relationship
0: yeah like in terms they, of
1: their connection you
0: should be able to look at each other yes. and be like mm.
1: yes if you mm-hmm. did that with me in this situation I'd be like yes of course it's I know like when, exactly what you're talking about Right
0: like when you meet when when we run into somebody and I don't know their name yeah. and they know our names yeah. and I'm looking at you like hey <laughs> What do, you, what do you think about this, this great guy? And you know what I'm saying to <laughs> yes. you with my eyes. Yes. And you know to say, what's your name?
1: Yeah, that in some ways was the most alarming thing to me about yeah. this was how I guess they had this relationship. They're so well connected, but she just didn't get the memo that he was clearly signaling to or her. Or she
0: thought this was all going to somehow magically end up on the cutting floor. Like, they were just like, oh, we're not using any of this stuff because they're revealing stuff that would make them look bad. <laughs> like,
1: what would she thinking? I wonder. I genuinely Jeez. wonder.
0: I have I was amazed by her, I'm going to try to think of a nice word, um, out-to-lunchedness.
1: <laughs> yes, very good. So she does not get the memo. She says, I feel like you're downplaying what we had leading up to coming here. Andy, you were like, shh. <laughs> She says, I'm trying to understand where there's the disconnect because I'm here for you. I want to make that abundantly clear. I could have been just making this up in my head where I'm going to come in and everything was going to go right back to where we left things. Like, she is just throwing him under the bus.
0: Unbelievable. You're putting a guy, he's got no tools. Yeah. It's completely, his toolbox empty. There's nothing, there's a toothbrush in there. (laughs) That's it. There's nothing in there. And you're making this guy build the Empire State Building. Yeah. There's nothing he can do. She's completely screwed him. She's screwed themselves. And I'll tell you something else. What? If she had behaved correctly in this dinner. Yeah. I think they might have been able to pull this off. I agree.
1: And she completely sunk them. Yeah. If she had come in, spoken to a bunch of guys, not every guy, but just spoken to a few guys that she pretended to have been interested in. And then decided she liked Brendan best, acted like, oh, good to see you again, but like had a sort of formality, like they hadn't been dating for two months. And then at dinner, been like, oh, so excited to like, I liked you when I met you those few times, like really played up that they did know each other, but that it was really casual and they didn't know each other that well I honestly think they might have been able to get away with this oh I,
0: I totally think they would have we're, we're not talking about like Meisner level acting we're talking about like <laughs> Lifetime Channel level acting yes. like just the basic modicum of yep. just just getting by yeah just <sighs> say do the things that we would think you would do if you weren't dating <laughs> do it in a way that's not even that believable and we'll probably fall for it
1: yep and of course we always know the puppet strings are behind this there's if there's one thing producers love about paradise it is Destroying the well-laid plans that co- established yeah. couples have going into paradise.
0: I think when they found out about the Piper situation, yeah. they were there was so much drool coming out. Their <laughs> whole the whole shirt was just drenched yep. with drool. Yep. they couldn't. There was every. They were like, "Oh my God, we're going to do so much with this." Yep. And these these two fell for every single thing.
1: Yeah, and surely he thought she was going to be there from day one, or come in on day two. You know, when he still had the rose. I, he's been waiting for her for a long time. Do we really think it's some accident that she didn't come until this far in? No, yeah. Uh, yeah, he, like... He
0: was like... <laughs> he's like, piper uh, coming soon. Uh,
1: it's so funny to me when people try to outsmart the puppeteers of this show. You can't... No,
0: you can't do it. The lies can only last so long in paradise.
1: I think you're right. I mean, look, I think some people's lies, by comparison, just seem so mild that they kind of get away with it and get an okay edit. But, I mean, Brendan and Piper are really taking the cake here. And I just love that Natasha's not making it easy on him or either of them, really. Okay, so speaking of Natasha, back at the resort, everyone feels bad for her. Understandably. hmm I felt awful for her.
0: This is what I'm going to say about Natasha. And everything else from here on in is going to be extremely nice. hmm Buyer beware. Mm. I really, I really, really think Natasha should have taken some better cues. Brendan was really half-assing it. As we discussed, that that kiss after the massage. Yeah, it was like like, a tip. (laughs) Like that was the absolute least thing he could have done possibly. Yeah. So... She should have known a little better, but that's the last bad thing I'm saying about Natasha. Yeah, at, at all.
1: I guess the re- and it's not even a bad thing. No, it's not a it's bad thing. It's understandable. It is. And but, I feel
0: but she should have read it a little better. A I little know. And I
1: feel bad because I think that, you know, he was telling her with words, like how connected he felt to her, how much fun he has with her and then not showing it with his. Physical affection, but
0: yeah, no show. You know,
1: he was reinforcing this idea that he was romantically interested in her while not acting on it physically. But she probably, you know, I can see how some women would be like, oh, "Oh, he just wants to take it really slow. He's sincere and serious.
0: I'm not faulting her. I'm just saying that she seems like a very intelligent woman. She is extremely intelligent. I would have liked her to just take a slightly bigger hint that he was, he was. Faking this, but but uh, but not even faking it, but not that interested. Yeah, that's all. I don't I, know. I, whatever. You know, the, it's not her fault. A
1: lot of things about the Natasha side of things with with Brendan just make me think of real life dating and the hoops some women jump through to make a guy see how great they are, or to make them comfortable, or to understand what pace they want to go at. It's this constant hodling. Yeah, and I rarely think. You should have to do that. Almost never, honestly. Yeah, no,
0: you should never have to but do But I
1: think it's a real life situation that a lot of women feel in dating today. And I yeah. just, my heart just hurt for her in and, this. And what also, a blow. It's so unnecessarily damaging to her self-esteem for him to have done this.
0: I agree. And you know, the other thing is, it happens to men and women, but sometimes you're blinded by good looks. Like, Brendan is oh, extremely yeah. Well, we keep sexy hearing guy. about how
1: sexy he yeah, is. And yeah. I, and Isn't it amazing how someone's behavior can just make them so unsexy?
0: So quickly, too. We'll so discuss So quickly. That.
1: Oh, we'll I think for that. both of them. For oh, both him and Piper. Piper, I think is,
0: Piper walked into the barracks. I was like, "Dang." Yeah,
1: and I had I had said, I was like, Piper is stunning. Oh, yeah. And by the end of this episode, I was like, eh. <laughs> yeah, a,
0: a zero. Like, it's
1: amazing. Nothing. Yeah. So back on the date, Piper says, I need more of the real you mm. to Brendan. And finally, Brendan.
0: not reading anything any between cues. the lines, only reading right on the line. Yeah.
1: So Brendan now basically has to roll up his sleeves and get explicit. He says,
0: <laughs> it's amazing.
1: <laughs> he says, there are certain things that had to be done. And certain ways I had to navigate to bring us to this particular moment. Like, I can't have a girlfriend entering this whole journey. So if I tell everyone, hey, Piper might be coming. Nobody talk to me. And he sort of drifts off. And she's like, oh, yeah, of course. He says, I was navigating this in a way to allow myself to potentially, hopefully, be here while you're here. He basically has to spell it out for her. And she's appeased by this. She says, thanks for playing the game.
0: You know what's amazing about this? It's re- well, first of all, it's embarrassing, but I, it reminds me of when I was a kid, and my mother we used to go on the bus. And if you're under seven years old, you don't pay for the bus. Uh-huh. And so, you know, my whole, I was a kid, my mom would just get on the bus, go in, you know, she pays for herself and yeah, we go yeah. on the bus. Oh, I think
1: I know where you're going with
0: it. Yeah. And then I remember I turned seven. It was okay. my birthday and I was so excited. It was, it was the first birthday where <laughs> I think I actually was cognizant of the fact that it was a birthday. Like before that, I was like, it's my birthday? What does yeah, that yeah, mean? Yeah. So I was seven. I was like, I'm seven. I can finally go on the bus and pay <laughs> And so we go on the bus and she like shoes me into the bus because she's like, what are they going to check his ID yeah, card? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, look, six, who six, yeah, cares? Yeah. For the next couple of years, he'll be six, who yeah. cares? Save me a few hundred bucks. So I get on the bus and she shoes me in and she's paying. and I'm like, mom, I'm seven. <laughs> I can pay now. <laughs> and I could only imagine her mortification yeah. in front of that crowded bus
1: This totally happened in my family too, by the way. I remember remember going to an amusement park or, you know, some sort of amusement park when you're a kid and when you're under a certain age, you're free or half price or something. And you're so excited to be a certain age, like you want to be all grown up. I don't know if it was me or my sister, but one of us, Mm. you know, they're like, oh, yeah, she's under whatever age. And either me or my sister was like, no, mommy, I'm this (laughs) old. (laughs)
0: Does this happen to every family?
1: You guys let us know, Does has this happened in your family?
0: Wow, we're really similar. I
1: mean, we've never discussed this. It means it's happened in other families. Who yeah. wouldn't do that?
0: Uh, totally, Why right? Why do you
1: want to spend money if you don't have to?
0: Of course. <laughs> it's, it's the most victimless crime in the world. Who you really hurting? Yeah,
1: of. and I mean, you're literally talking about a day at that point. If you're a at day. seven at that point.
0: <laughs> literally, I had just turned seven. I was so psyched to throw my mom literally <laughs> under the bus.
1: Sort of. oh, okay, so <laughs> Piper is appeased by this. She says, thanks for playing the game. Andy, here you said, good Lord, she sunk him. And they openly joke here about how he could have told her all this. They joke about emailing, him stealing a phone. She says, oh, you could have written a letter. And I was thinking, how could this not have been covered before they sur- left? Did they really think that things were just going to fall into place for They're
0: them? both playing with half a deck. <laughs> That's my only explanation.
1: Brandon says, I hope you can trust what we've built. No matter how you feel in certain moments, the optics of it might look weird and awkward and my tone of voice and the way I word things. Trust me, we have to have each other's back. It has to be you and me first and foremost.
0: It's it's unbelievable. They're literally thinking they're playing chess, (laughs) but they're actually playing hungry, hungry hippos. (laughs)
1: I love Hungry, Hungry.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a great game, but that's not it's the point. tied
1: with operation
0: <laughs> oh, operations. Amazing. Operation's I wish, great. you know, we should get operation. Why don't we have operation? <laughs> we in should house? have that's you. You would be game. very
1: you're very dexterous with your fingers. I think
0: you'd beat me now. My days of operation. probably. <laughs> oh no, You're you're
1: me. way better with with your fingers. OK,
0: well, we'll get to that
1: later. <laughs> so was that dirty? No. Okay. So he says, that's the only way we're going to get through this, being in the position we want to be in, utilizing this time and taking advantage of what Paradise would promote together. So obviously, this oh is very incriminating. <laughs> I do want to point out, just because I'm a stickler for this stuff, Paradise would promote together is Frankenbitten in in some way. It You don't see it coming out of his mouth and actually his face is moving from the side and it doesn't line up with what he's saying. Taking advantage of, uh, you know, what... Paradise would promote together. We get uh, Piper's reaction, which is fantastic. So they mm. wanted to get fantastic in reaction to that. Clearly, the editors are making them look worse, but I don't really uh, think it changes take that, that much. doesn't that much work. No. Put it
0: this way. If Thomas gets vilified the way he did for suggesting that he sort of thought about becoming The Bachelor, yeah. and they don't get sent to like,
1: you bachelor know, the prison. gulag
0: <laughs> for this, yeah. it will be a travesty. <laughs>
1: Piper says, "I'm sorry your first few weeks were less than ideal, but hopefully I can alleviate some of that pressure. Everyone can hate us, but they can hate us together."
0: Ugh, mm. Well, how she's romantic. Right about that.
1: And here we get a voiceover of Piper's. I have to point out it's Frankenbitten once again. The powers that be are trying to make them look even worse, even though I don't think it's even necessary. She says, like, I'm here for Brendan. He is mm, my boyfriend. Mm, we're dating. Mm, and I'm here to like continue our relationship. Like, I'm here for Brendan. He is my boyfriend. We're dating. And I'm here to like continue our relationship. Mm. So they clearly inserted my boyfriend in there and we're dating in there to sort of drive the point home. But I actually don't think it was necessary. No, they did themselves. Ju- they're in. just
0: cleaning it up to make yeah. it more palatable. Yeah. The, the content is there.
1: As they make out back at the entrance while heading out, Andy, you said two airheads in paradise. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I Look, proudly stand by that.
1: I want I don't want to talk about this too much more because there's still more to cover here with Natasha, but let's be clear everyone is doing this to some extent.
0: Yeah, but you don't make it that obvious. Yes.
1: I'm frustrated because I feel like I'm watching idiocy. Like I want to watch people make clever decisions, not stupid decisions. It's just painful.
0: It's not game playing.
1: No. It's
0: like watching a two-year-old flip over the Monopoly board. You're not watching a game. No. You're watching a a spilt game board.
1: Yeah. I'm not trying to say that they are terrible people for trying to game Paradise because I think... 80% of the people there are trying to game Paradise in some way. Yeah, and Hence why they have lists. They have actual lists of people they want to, quote unquote, meet. As if they don't already know them. They're
0: all trying to game it a little bit. Almost every... Let's just say everybody to round it up. Mm -hmm. But once in a while, accidentally, they fall in love. Yeah. That's how the show works. Yeah. But to go on the show thinking that you're the first couple. (laughs) They're like, we're going to do this. Us. (laughs) We're going to be the first ones to do this. Yeah. And to have... No plan at all. <laughs> to just be like, no one's ever thought of this yeah. before. Yeah. No one has ever had somebody back at home and gone on a reality dating show yeah. with the intention of getting clout or Instagram followers or money or whatever.
1: Yeah. They've all had a
0: plan.
1: Yeah, I'm reminded of, I think, season two. It was Samantha, Stefan, and I forget the guy, honestly. But it was a similar situation where they had clearly plotted to meet each other. But I don't remember there being as much... Hurting of someone else in the process.
0: That's the other important part. Yes. is if you're gonna do this, be very careful yes. about fucking with people's emotions. Yes, very I very careful.
1: Yes, you could tell Natasha was not acting in this. She was really hurt, and thank God she's a smart woman who knows her worth. Mm-hmm. And I hope I hopefully don't think that she took this too personally or let it blow her ego too hard, but. You would have to be invincible to not be affected at all by this, especially in the shit he says later about her. Like what kind of prospects did she really have? Like, seriously, get off this what show. Kind of what kind of prospects did she yes. seriously
0: have? And I get why he said that. Well, he's why? defending himself in the most the most basic mathematical yeah, yeah. way. He's trying to defend himself yeah. with something that might be half
1: true. But it's irrelevant. You don't say that. You
0: don't say that.
1: And you don't know because you robbed that opportunity from her where she could have had those other prospects. It it is is
0: on so many Uh, levels wrong. It's almost like a felony what he did. To say that is he's committing a felony on Natasha.
1: Yes. Okay, we have to move along because there's still a lot to cover. But suffice to say, it's now the next day, and Brendan and Piper are a full-blown couple. Shocking. Didn't see that one coming. Yeah, and everyone discusses how handsy and affectionate he suddenly is versus (laughs) how he's been with Natasha. And Natasha appears. She goes to get a drink at the bar and walks right over (laughs) to them. It's amazing. And she asks to talk with Piper. Mm. And she asks her, when did you guys meet? And Piper says... A little over two months ago. And she goes, hmm, he said a month. <laughs> she says, what's the number of times you guys hung out? Piper goes, hmm, 10 or so. She <laughs> has to force her. She's like, give me ballpark. She's like, 10 or so. This is
0: like. Which I'm sure
1: was rounding down, by the oh way. God, That's the yeah, best part. Totally,
0: Yeah, she was trying. She's like, go really low. Go really low. Uh, do half, half, half. Yeah, 10. <laughs> oh, not good. And you this, know, it's, this reminded me that the what she was doing, Natasha, with yeah. Brendan and, and um. Piper yeah reminded me of if Beavis and Butthead committed a crime (laughs) and they went into the police department and you know how they put each guy in a different room yeah and they asked that they try to get them to incriminate each other it's literally that situation with Beavis and Butthead yeah imagine that happening
1: (laughs) and so Natasha says hmm he said two times And she's fully playing Sherlock, and it's just so satisfying. Yeah, I love that she didn't just roll over or make it easy on them.
0: And also, she didn't ever raise her voice or get hysterical. She just calmly destroyed her and him, but we'll get to that.
1: And here, and this is interesting. I had to point this out because as Piper leaves to talk with Natasha... Someone says, I think you'll be okay, Brendan. And Brendan's like, huh? And then we see it's Serena who says this. So clearly Serena and Brendan are friendly. And then while they're off talking, we see Brendan talking to someone out of frame, but he's in the same position in the same spot. I don't know why they didn't show the other person. It was either a producer. So they would never show that person or I'm thinking it could be Serena and they're protecting her. I think it's more likely it's a producer. But here he says she had zero, zero prospects. Like, it's not like I was keeping her from anyone. Like, I don't know if she would have a single actual prospect otherwise, you know. And during this, he's scratching his mic again. Yeah. It's so funny to me that he's scratching his mic like he's, you know what he's like? It reminds me of a dog that shits and then does its little dance to cover it up and does nothing.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. Well, it's like, I don't know what he's thinking. They have like CIA level mics on this show. And he thinks that just like, they're like, oh my God, he's scratching his mic. What are we going to do? We can't hear anything. Like, like, come on. Rip it off. If you really want to say something, just rip it off.
1: I'm just so curious to know who he was talking to here because usually a producer would not be out in the open in that seating area like that but they didn't show the person so either they're protecting the contestant to whom he was talking Mm -hmm. or it was a producer one or the other so back with natasha and piper piper says it's not like coming into paradise all like this was our plan and natasha says that's what it sounds like and piper says we're not trying to be a tv couple necessarily and natasha goes but you're mentioning couple so you did think you guys were a couple.
0: This is amazing. It reminds me of Tom Cruise in, in A Few Good Men. Yeah? It's like I expect at some point Piper to say, like, you can't handle the truth.
1: <laughs> Natasha asks what it would look like for them going forward. And Piper says that if someone else came in and asked her on a date, she wouldn't go because she doesn't know them. And Natasha replies, that's what this is, Piper. <laughs> I honestly don't think Piper knows how Paradise works.
0: She she doesn't. I'm not sure she knows how that many things work.
1: Natasha says, I feel like a casualty in his convoluted plan. I truthfully don't think you guys should be here. God, I feel so bad for her. I really do.
0: She just handles this really well. She does.
1: Okay, so moving on, Natasha now talks to Brendan. And I mean, it's more of this Sherlock stuff. She says, my entire Paradise experience has been talking to you. Having these conversations with you in hopes that you feel comfortable enough to let your guard down. And Brendan immediately goes into bullshit artist mode. And it's just so painful because.
0: He's not good at it.
1: No. Andy, you said here, does he realize this is a show people watch? <laughs> He says, I specifically said to you, I don't have those types of feelings for you on a romantic level, but you're such an amazing person. I want to give you this rose and give you an opportunity to be here another couple of days and meet people. And she interrupts him and says, you didn't say that, though. And he says, no, I didn't say that. (laughs) But I said, Natasha, I'm giving you this rose because at the very least you deserve to find love. And if it's not with me, it can be with somebody else. And you decided to have, in my opinion, somewhat a selective hearing. Mm -hmm. And she laughs, I mean, this is fucked up. She says, I have selective hearing of what you were saying because you were not direct. And for the record, I went back to episode two to look at the rose ceremony where he did give her the rose. All he said was, Natasha, will you accept this rose? So if there was some conversation where he said this, I have a hard time believing it was not shown, but he is such a liar. Mm -hmm. And what I hate is that he puts it on her. You have selective hearing.
0: Yeah, it's it's again... Getting into the gaslighting territory, yes, yes, and I mean
1: people are going to get up in arms about the definition of gaslighting, but we, as we said in the finale of Katie's season, I think there are very varying degrees, and he was making her. Feel like the crazy one.
0: He's trying to win an argument by making her believe that what she remembers, which actually happened, is not what happened. Yes. But it's what he wants to yes. have happened. And that's the story that he wants her to believe. And if she doesn't believe that, she's, a, she's, as you said, she's crazy.
1: Yes. He said, I specifically said. And then she said, you didn't say that, though. And he goes, no, I didn't say that. But I said this. Mm-hmm. Should we believe him? No. Literally two lines away from each other, he's been caught in a lie. And he admits it. Yeah, We can't trust anything that comes out of his mouth. No. She asks him if he would go on a date with someone else and he yabbers on about wanting to explore his strong feelings for Piper and she catches him on this and she re- reiterates that it was those very strong feelings which he just confessed to and that she wasn't aware of that are the hurtful part. Mm-hmm. She's so good at this.
0: She is cross-examining yes. this, this, it's this, so satisfying. this murderer. Yeah,
1: I wrote, she's just so much smarter than him. Yeah. And she says that had she known she would have explored other options and he says what would you have explored?
0: Ooh.
1: He's a dick.
0: That's not nice. I'm
1: going on the record and saying what that. Would, like, as if
0: she has no options. Like, she's like a, a pile of garbage.
1: Just apologize. He should just apologize. No, don't because make her- then
0: he blows his own cover.
1: Because
0: <laughs> it it's such a good secret now.
1: <laughs> she says he lied to her about having hung out with Piper twice.
0: And- you can't handle the truth.
1: <laughs> and he says, I don't recall saying twice if I said twice that was, and she says, A lie? <laughs> anyway, he still claims he did and said nothing wrong and did nothing to prevent her from meeting other guys, and I think he needs to take a page from Thomas's book of falling on his own sword. I think Thomas apologized too much. Yeah. And I think Brandon could have apologized at least once. Where was the apology? Mm-hmm. Nowhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this wraps with her saying, "You go enjoy paradise." And he says, "What are you going to do?" <laughs> And she says, I don't know, but you don't have to act like you care anymore. Ooh, so oh, sweet. Mic
0: drop. Oh, yes, queen. <laughs> yeah, You
1: actually said yes,
0: queen. I've never said that before, and I may never say it again, yeah. but that was a yes, queen she moment. She was a
1: full-blown queen here. Mm-hmm. So now Ivan talks to Natasha. He's clearly uncomfortable with the situation because it's clear he's close with Brendan. And now we see Piper and Brendan... Talking about followers. Note the hidden camera angles. Mm, They mm. have, I think that they forgot for a minute. When you don't see a camera inside, it's easy to forget. I think
0: they forgot for the whole time.
1: And Brendan says the best part is the amount of times your name is going to be brought up before you're even on the show. Yes. And Piper says, that's what Serena was saying. She was like, you're oh. literally going to get more screen time before you even set foot on the sand.
0: I broke up with Serena at just well, the right time.
1: I wrote which Serena? Is it Serena okay. C or Serena i I'll,
0: I'll try P. to give her the benefit of the doubt, but I have a f- bad but feeling base, it might be our Serena.
1: I have a bad feeling, too, because based on the fact that Serena just earlier was like, Brendan, I think you're okay. Yeah. Uh, disappointing. Yeah. Piper and Brendan admit in this conversation, that they didn't put a label on the relationship because they were coming out of paradise. Mm-hmm.
0: Because if we labeled it, then you'd all know. Yeah, and Piper
1: said, neither one of us are stupid. <laughs> and Brendan says, I was getting so annoyed by her, referring to Natasha. And I wrote, oh, the true colors. Brendan has been so squeaky clean. He got the cleanest of edits on Tayshia's season. Mm-hmm. You know he made Why it very hard he to throw say, that all in the garbage it was painful and then Piper says I know and he says I'm surprised she's still here and Natasha meanwhile to Ivan says I know he's your boy but you have to admit that's fucked up Ivan and Ivan is speechless
0: oh he's squirming
1: yeah I feel a little bad for Natasha because I don't feel like enough people were getting up in arms over this because I feel like they've gotten more up in arms
0: oh we'll, we'll talk about, about lesser that. crimes yeah I, I was upset too yeah like people people are so quick. To stand by their man yeah, or stand by their woman yeah. and yeah. defend them against, you know, improprieties. Yeah, yeah, but, but suddenly you, it's like the ultimate yeah. foul, the yeah. u- criminal act. But you can tell Brendan is
1: well-liked.
0: He's well-liked. That's so powerful. So powerful. You can get powerful. away with
1: so much yes. more. yep.
0: Thomas came in immediately. They're like, who's this six foot six hunk who yeah. we all should hate? Yeah. And he was just persona non-grata right out of the gate. But this guy, Brandon, is an angel. Mm -hmm. He can do no wrong.
1: Yeah. And I think it's possible to be like, "Ah, that's kind of a shitty thing to do, but he's still my friend. You know, being someone's friend doesn't mean you just don't hold them accountable at all. I felt bad for Natasha because it was... She
0: was all alone. We
1: saw her talking to a lot of people and people kind of nodding and being like, yeah, yeah, that sucks. Even
0: the girls, it was like they took her side and they were saying the right things, but there wasn't that passion behind it. Yes. As there has been with other people.
1: Yeah, it shows that... I mean, Brendan can't be that bad at this, I guess, because he really has surrounded himself with quite the army of platonic friends.
0: He must be extremely
1: likable. Yep. So Piper and Brendan continue to talk themselves into a hole about followers. Oh, and I stuff. mean,
0: that's that hallucinogenic anthole. They're like somewhere, <laughs> you don't even know. They're so down there yeah. that you can't even it's, find your way back.
1: You know, look, we know that everyone comes on this show for that reason. To me, this is different from the Thomas thing. Because there was, like Natasha said, a casualty. Thomas didn't hurt anyone in thinking about being The Bachelor at one point, which everyone thinks. We get it. Everyone comes on Paradise in the back of their mind. They're like, maybe I'll be the next Jade and Tanner. Maybe I'll fall in love. Maybe I'll get a million followers on Instagram. Yes, we understand everyone does that. But I think you can try to do that and either be A, smarter about it, and B, not damage someone's self-esteem so much in the process.
0: I think number one rule of Bachelor in Paradise, be a good human.
1: Be a good human. I just feel like this is really harmful to Natasha.
0: You. This is the thing. You can go on Bachelor in Paradise and be a bit of a scumbag, but be an honest, decent scumbag. Yeah. That's all I ask for. Or
1: even if you're not going to be that honest, because I think there's an inherent... Aspect of paradise where you just are lying I mean, All the time yeah, it's a game. But do it and mitigate Damage mitigate Hurting people's feelings and tr- giving them Trust issues that extend far beyond filming
0: yeah. Don't use show. people as Pawns yes and that's what he Did with Natasha
1: so finally Brendan While scratching his microphone says I've Incriminated myself enough where I'm Screwed
0: no he's right about that
1: So word watch
0: Can I just give The biggest shout out to Ben Weissman, yeah. who coded, uh, completely unsolicited, yep. one of our fans, Ben Weissman, wrote code so that I could find the guesses easily. Yeah, yeah. It was, was amazing. Thank you. I yeah. mean, honestly, seriously, there's no joke. Yeah.
1: Thank you. You made Andy's life a lot easier, Oof, so thank that you. That was amazing. So we have a winner. Uh, several of you guessed correctly, because as we know, there are zero heartbrokens.
0: Zero heartbrokens. We had... 91 people guess, guess people. zero heartbrokens. Yes.
1: And we randomly chose a winner. So congratulations to Andrea P. Argües. Please email us at dearshandy@gmail.com at by Friday at midnight and we will get your Hello Toshiba Day in the mail to you. Very exciting. Yeah. Fun to have a prize. Yeah, it's You guys great. got a lot more excited with the prize in the mix. People
0: are really <laughs> excited about having clean tushies. Yeah. I mean, way more enthusiasm than I expected.
1: And as you know, we can't do a word watch for this episode. We will do one for tomorrow's episode because this turnaround is too tight. So stay tuned tomorrow for the next word watch. And now finally, Andy, the segment that we always close with, the who would we go for? Oh,
0: man. This is a tough one. Is it? I got to be honest. I feel for Kenny now. Because I, I know what... I'm in the same kind of position. <laughs> okay. So I really... I have strong feelings for Mari. Okay. But you know Kendall's my girl. Yeah. From way back. Yeah. So it's very confusing. And now Natasha was just like... I know Natasha like, was amazing in this episode. mic drop left and right. Yeah. But I'm going to have to... I'm making a difficult decision here. Okay. I, I have to stick to my guns from from previous shows I'm, yeah. I'm going with kendall
1: okay i respect that i've always been a huge kendall fan yeah. she's she's also super talented she does these really fun drawings on instagram where she just like takes a coffee splatter and turns it into an amazing drawing oh she's just such a quirky really? cool addition oh, to now i'm more
0: i feel more confident she's
1: amazing i'm a big kendall fan as a quirky person i see quirkiness in kendall and i'm like I just yeah, love Yeah,
0: she's got such quirk. And yeah. it's just like, she really, I, I, I'm i a big fan. She, yeah. Yeah, we can go on. Yeah. But, but that being said, I do, I have a, a hole in my heart now for Mari. Yeah. And and I. and I. Well,
1: it shouldn't be too big a hole because it looks like she didn't.
0: I was starting to develop feelings for her. Okay. <laughs> so, you know.
1: Were you starting to be able to picture yourself falling in love with her? <laughs> I was starting. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So the person I would go for based on this episode was Joe.
0: I totally support yeah. that. The elder, the elder statesman of Elder in Paradise. Plus, I
1: love that he teases Demi.
0: Oh, he did a great job. He, he 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 got a rare A plus on yeah. this episode in Bachelor in Paradise. The
1: buffoonness to Joe is rapidly fading.
0: Where did the buffoonery go? Did he just have to shake out the? Like, yeah, what happened? he had
1: to shake off the nerves, and now he's just smart and sexy. Yeah. Yeah,
0: he was like George Clooney in <laughs> yes. this episode. I don't well, know.
1: Well, he's coming full circle. Remember, he's like, I just can't be a Clooney. Oh, he's that's right. A Clooney. You're now
0: a Clooney, Joe. Congratulations.
1: Yeah. And I did bump Ivan because I thought. Ivan oh. should have admitted That his friend did a shitty thing I
0: would be repulsed if Look, you stayed with Ivan I he, have he, friends
1: who do shitty things And I think part of being a friend is being able To hold them accountable for the shitty things They've done
0: absolutely he wouldn't even Like acknowledge it yeah he was just Like no he just uh, sort of uh, laughed yeah. Like, oh, you know, yeah. Brendan, uh. yeah that wasn't yeah. my favorite No he should have been like Natasha He did the wrong thing anyway yeah. whatever But yeah. but yeah. I approve and I think it's kind of Nice that we're both with The couple <laughs> With that uh, original couple.
1: That's a perfect place to wrap this recap episode of Dear Shandy.
0: And now we are officially, I believe, past the halfway point.
1: Oh, definitely. Okay. It looks like there's going to be 10 episodes total. This is number six. We're 60%. Mm, So sweet. There. All right, you guys, if you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we're going to ask of you. We will ask you to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram, tell your friends, leave us iTunes ratings and reviews, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and generally do all the things you would do to support the podcast that you consume. And on that note, I think that's a wrap. We'll see you guys tomorrow to recap episode seven of Bachelor in Paradise. And yeah, until then, bye. Dear